Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What if I told you everything you know about the world is wrong? What if I told you that all the things that you believe to be impossible are, in fact, very much an ontological possibility? Reality is not what you think it is. It is so much more complicated, fascinating, and above all, it is terrifying. You see, we, we are at the fringe of the map, and there's more than just dragons. Michael, come on. We don't have all day. Let's go. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you leave him in the dust one way or another. Uh, you get to Chillingworks Road pretty quickly. You're on the other side of the library in the clock tower. You look off to your right and you can make another wits composure roll, which is five dice. You look along Chillingworks Road and you can see three boys in school uniforms turn around the old fire station and keep sprinting in a northeast direction. I follow. All is, right. my, I, is Michael following? You know what? I don't care at this point. All right. You keep sprinting. Uh, you start slowing down. The hike... Before yeah, I'm old, plus the sprint, older than you lose them. You son get, of a bitch. You get around the fire station, and you can already tell that they've gone. Well, fuck me sideways. You hear in the distance, ding, 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 ding. Recess is over. Hmm. Marco, is he anywhere near me? Have <laughs> I just assumed he ran with me? Um, I, I have just assumed he's run with me. If he hasn't, that's funnier. Okay, highs or lows? Uh, lows. Lows? Okay, cool. You turn back. You don't see Michael, but you don't know if he's fallen behind or if he's not following. Well, um, this is over. Hmm. All right, then. Uh, I head back to where Michael was. Is he there? Uh, oh, I wasn't expecting that. All right, you turn around and head back towards where Michael was. Highs or lows again? Highs. Michael is still kind of standing where you left him. He's not moved much. You coming or not? Are we doing the historical walk? <laughs> We've done the historical walk. Okay, where are we going? We're going to the school. Uh, why? I'm just working on my civic and community duty, uh, reporting that some boys, while they are free to roam around at recess and lunchtime, naturally, were loitering around a crime scene. You're going to have to make persuasion manipulation. Chuck. Michael, you see obvious hesitancy. This is not what he signed up for, but he starts dutifully walking off to you. With Michael's help, the, you find the school in no time, basically. It's a roughly half hour, 35 minute walk to the school. 
Adam, we will back to the hotel motel and get my car. Oh, uh, it, well, you can get the car if you want. So you go back. It takes like 20 minutes to get back to the car. And then it's a five minute drive. Yeah. Great. You save five minutes. But if I have to go anywhere else from here, Adam, I have the car. True. Very true. All right. So like like Michael said, you drive down Chillingworks Road, take a left, head north. As I pick my car up, is Gina there? Yeah, she... Well, highs or lows? Uh, highs. Yeah, she's behind the counter. As I walk towards my car, thank you for the breakfast this morning, Miss Carmagli. It was delicious. She waves back and then through... You've been talking through... Unless you went into the... Did you go into no, the No, no, I was just like calling out to yeah, her as yeah. I walked past. She says something to you, but... Uh, through the, you can't hear her, and you imagine she couldn't hear you. Can I lip read? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, she mimes, <laughs> you can see, she gives you a big wave, looks you dead in the eyes, and mimes the words, <laughs> you're a pretty boy today, aren't you? <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> she just pays you a compliment, but it's like a bit flirty. Yeah. Looks like she's talking to her dog. Um, I get in the car. Is Michael like just like, why the fuck am I following this man? Michael is concerned, but he's following along maybe out of a sense of curiosity. As we drive into the school, we continue a little bit of our conversation that we were having by the trail. Okay. So just on the, so see now we broadened our uh, suspect list from uh, away from wild animal mankind into a different realm. And again, hypothetically speaking, you know, in a story, eh, hell, Hollywood tropes, movies, film, book, something that you've seen in which something has a penchant for eyeballs. Um, no, not really. Yeah, me neither, and that's what makes me curious. Anyway, we've got work to do. We get to right. the school, I guess. You pull into the school. Uh, Burungung School, it is a combination primary and high school, so years... Six through to 18, basically. All right. There's a big oval out the back and several of those, I forget what they're called, but you know, there's like temporary buildings that get made into permanent structures. I forget. There's like a name for them. Oh yeah. Um, temporary classrooms. Is it? Is yeah. that just what it's called? Yeah. Portable classrooms. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just. And like they a... gradually like build more and more around them, but they always yeah. just started off as like portable classrooms. Yeah. So it's like a building that was obviously. Once meant to be portable, maybe was once on wheels, but the wheels have been removed and it's like stilts. So you've got kind of like that under area, that classic Australian primary You're describing a fuckload of classrooms at my high school, Adam. Well, same. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so, well, not my high school, at my primary school. But yeah, so you can see that it would probably cater to, because there's not enough people around here to have a dedicated primary and secondary school. You can see that it would cater to kids 6 through to 18. And you can see that the school is divided into two separate sections with an obvious, like, divider in between where they have, like, kind of like a a play area. Huh. All right. Markle. Oh, there's a parking lot and an administration building and stuff like that. Markle, I'm going to get you to uh, head on inside and let the principal know that while you were out, Walking the trail today, you encounter these two boys messing around in the crime scene. That's going to be a com- This is a conversation. He's not going to get involved like this unless you basically make him. So, oh, I will, Adam. I'm going to make it a persuasion manipulation roll. Mm-hmm. You need to get a total of four successes, 
and you have, let's say, three rolls to do it, but you cannot use the same skill twice. Fuck, okay. <clears throat> All right. So you got no successes. <laughs> Fuck. On your persuasion manipulation. You can now try... You also have... Oh, try you have no intimidation. You have subterfuge. And I have socialize and streetwise. Uh, I, I, I have socialize. Hear me out on the socialize. You ready for right, this one? Go for it. Marco, if I walk into a school as a 43-year-old American man who is not from this town reporting on what's happening in the community and that I happen to observe a bunch of kids hanging around the police-taped-off area of a horrific and grisly murder, that's going to raise a few eyebrows, correct? I suppose. Now, say the guy who's part-time casual, fun, hobby, I don't care what you call it, interest is walking those trails. Happened to see some boys while he was walking those trails. Is that going to raise as much suspicion? Uh, I guess not. No. This isn't about making you do anything or, or making me not do anything. What I'm trying to do here is I think those boys have been going back to check out that crime scene more than once. And I suspect because it's either they know something, they saw something, or maybe they have found something. And I'd very much like to talk to those boys, but I do not know who they are. Now, what will happen here is if we hang around for a bit, you go and tell the principal. The principal will summon those boys to his office. We can see who those boys are, and then I can have a conversation with them. Do you understand? I understand, but there's an obvious flaw in your plan. I don't see it. Say I go in there. Right. And I talk to the principal, and the principal calls those boys up. Why are you getting involved? What do you mean? At what point do you, like, the principal's not going to call me and the boys in. No, 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 but, Michael, we will watch to see which boys come to the office, or we will listen to the PA system announce their names over the entire school. All right, you can use socialize, but it's going to be presence. Not manipulation. So that's three dice total. Is he warming up to the idea at all? He doesn't... Well, we'll see after this roll. No successes. He doesn't think your plan's very good. He has no... First off... Actually, as well, he adds... Additionally, why do I care? So, he has no dog in this fight, and you're not making a very great argument. All right. Your plan does not sound very solid. Why do you care? Yes... Okay, let me spell it out to you like this, Michael. This is going to be unpleasant. You may think that I'm grisly, macabre, or rude. So you can't use socialize now. No, I can't. You know what? I'm going to go for- streetwise and subterfuge. Otherwise, you could make a, an empathy, an expression, or an intimidation check, but all of those are at penalties. That's right. This is going to be an intimidation, even though it's at a penalty. Okay. Dude Carroll died on that trail, a trail that you said he had walked numerous times, that he enjoyed hiking. Like you. If there's somebody or something out there, and please do not kid around or fuck yourself with this pissant story of a wild animal attack. Please. That's the story that the police and a few other people have given themselves to help themselves sleep better at night, but it serves no purpose here other than clouding our viewpoints and obscuring the truth. Now, if there is something or malevolent entity or person out there 
a skilled surgeon perhaps, who is doing this to people, who frequent that trail, shit, guess who is in the line of fire next time? I figure you care because if we stop this thing happening now, it's not going to happen again and it won't happen to you. I'm going to call that intimidation composure, but I'm going to say because you made it directly related to him, you get a plus two to the roll. So that's going to be four dice total. You get one success. Oh, thank Christ. Um, but you needed four. Ah, oh, fuck. I forgot that. So I'm going to say at this point, Michael opens the car door and says, I am very sorry, Mr. Uh, Mr. Melville, but this is where I leave you. He gets out of the car. All right, then, Michael Inglesias. I cannot wait to return to this town when it is your funeral that people are crying about. He waves as he leaves. Son of a bitch. (sighs) Well, I guess this is how we're going to do it. I head into the school. All right. I'm excited. (laughs) So which building are you heading towards? The main office. Okay. The administration building. You open the admin building. There is a desk for a receptionist, but there's no one sitting at the receptionist's desk. I have to be arrogant for this first interaction. There's no one sitting at the receptionist's desk. You see there is a corridor leading off kind of directly in front of you. Behind the receptionist's desk, you see a open doorway. And through that doorway, you can see that there's like a, like a staff room. Then off to your right... You can see that there's kind of like a waiting area where if you were waiting for the principal or someone like that, you would sit down there and wait and whatnot. And beyond that, you don't see anything else. Uh, can I see a sign? Uh, but you can't see down the corridor very Can well. I see anything indicating where the principal would be? No, like but a- you haven't looked down the corridor properly. I peer down the corridor. What do I see? You see several sets of doorways. And at the end of the corridor... There is a uh, like a student leaning up against the back wall in a uniform, and you see he spots you. Yeah, is it a boy or a girl? It's a boy. Young man, where may I find the principal of this fine establishment? The boy points at one of the doors on the corridor. Thank you very much. You walk down the corridor. You can see there are four doors. One of them in a placard over uh, over it has accountant. Another one has vice principal, another one has principal, and then the last one has storage. I pause for a sec. Is the boy still there? Yeah. He's, yeah. He would have to go past you to get out. Boy. Yeah? Juan, what are you doing in this hallway? Uh, I'm going to get you to make a it's empathy check. Yeah, good. <laughs> uh, the kid looks at you and says, uh, I swore to teach her. <laughs> hmm. You should do that more often. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. If you were getting punished, would you be taken to the principal or the vice principal's office? Typically the principal. Huh. What are they like, those two? Principal Telly. Sorry, Principal Tally is, uh, I don't know, she's all right, I guess. And then Vice Principal uh, uh, Keeling is, I don't know, loud. He yells a lot. Yells at school. Uh, 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 yells at school um, gatherings a lot. 
Such was you were struggling to grasp. My God, the future is bleak. Thank you very much, young man. Uh, instead of going to the principal's office, I go to the vice principal's office instead. The vice principal's office has the it's vice principal Ricardo uh, Keeling. You open the door. A lot of Italian immigrants in this town, Adam. Just randomly decided. <laughs> Lots of Italian immigrants. Absolutely. That's a gold rush town. That's not that unusual. Actually true. So you open the door and inside there is a uh, like a plump man sitting at a desk. He's got like a... <laughs> you can see the man quite obviously, and I'm so glad you have arrogant. You can see he is quite obviously refusing to acknowledge the fact that he is going bald. <laughs> he has a very obvious comb over. Oh. And he is quite possibly the reddest man you have ever seen. Sweet fuck. He looks up as you open the door and says, who are you? Oh, you're not the principal. Sorry, my mistake. No, I'm not. What, what are you doing here? But you'd like to be. Who are you? I'm a concerned citizen, sir, and I have to report that I was out for a walk today along the historical trail and I found a couple of your students lotting around a crime scene. I'll get you to make a... Let's call it... Ooh, let's call it manipulation empathy roll. Okay. That's very accurate. So it's... Two dice? Two, two dice. I was trying to antagonize him into like biting the hook of... Yeah, you're, you're not, not the you're princi- principal. He's not really thinking about that right now. He's thinking about... He, all right, imagine you're a teacher, yes, right? Yes. You operate in a school. Yes. A strange adult. <laughs> what is your first thought? And I'm not a local. <laughs> yes. So, uh, no successes. He stands up, looking you very dead in the eyes. Am I taller than him, Adam? How tall are you? Uh, it's like six foot, I guess. You'd be taller than him. <laughs> By a bit? Maybe half a foot taller. Who? he's a short man. I don't think five foot six is short, is it? <laughs> I don't know, feet. Is five foot six short? I don't know. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? 
The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. It's, he's shorter than me. That's all I care about, Adam, because I think he's an angry short man. He uh, stands up, and you can see that the school kid that you were talking to is very correct. He definitely is a man of a lot of tightly packed anger. And he, looking at you, says, who? Did you see them? No. I, I saw them running away, and I assume this is the only school in the area. But it's three, I think, I want to say younger. Based on the shoe size, I can tell they are like in the primary bracket. Uh, hard to say. You're looking for three boys who, well, I assume boys. It could be girls. That's... Rather, no, boys like doing this kind of dumbass shit. I'm going to presume three boys... Language, he says. I beg your pardon? Don't swear in the school. Do I look like I give a fuck? All right. So a lot of things have just happened. Sorry, Adam. I was so close to giving him the information, and then he, he yeah. asked a question, and I'm an yep. arrogant prick. Yep. You, what you a get... dumb rule to have. I'm an adult man. <laughs> you uh, get a point of willpower back <sighs> for being arrogant. However, <sighs> you have maybe fucked this up. <laughs> So I'm going to get you to make another, this will be empathy wits check. So one die, no successes. But without, even without the empathy wits check, you can see immediately, you can see kind of what happened. He was quite aggressive toward, his aggression was directed towards you. Yes. He was, he was angry at a strange adult for being near children. Yep. Then you will you get And I told him the kids are doing the wrong thing and his you, anger pivoted the kids. His anger pivoted. Yes. You you were not aware at the moment. You just saw the anger and you're like, wow, this man's a angry fire hose shooting rage all around him. But now that the anger has pivoted back towards you for not stopping swearing, you can see, oh wait, no, it's not a fire hose. It's a fucking sniper rifle. <laughs> it's a sniper rifle of hatred. It was aimed at you, aimed away. Now it's aimed right back at you. And you can see any ground you had with this man, you have lost. You will really struggle to regain any form of like social control in this situation. All right. You can leave a statement and then you can leave. A statement? Yes. He walks over to a filing cabinet takes out like some papers, sets them down on his desk and says, and grabs a pen and says, leave it with me and then you can leave. How do I know you're going to do anything about it at all? He walks around from the desk, gets right up to you. He does not care about the height difference. And he says, you can make a statement or you can leave. <laughs> Are you? I, this is bizarre because where I'm from, Teachers and educators don't normally threaten people who are coming to their schools with information that students are behaving badly. Well, I don't know where you're from, but where we're from, we do not swear while on school grounds. Well, excuse me. The reason I am not inclined to give a statement is that a horrific event took place at that crime scene. It's where Jude Carroll 
was murdered by dogs or whatever the police are telling people. I thought maybe it might be A, dangerous for kids to be hanging around a crime scene because it is a crime scene. B, contaminating the crime scene, so therefore making it harder to catch the culprit. Or C, shit, maybe if you're hanging around the crime, that was deliberate, maybe if you're hanging around the crime scene, the person who perpetrated the crime may return again. And hell, maybe it's also more important that they keep coming back to the crime scene because maybe they know something. Maybe they ought to talk to the police. But hey, I'll write a statement and I'm sure you'll get to it when you're done with Whatever it is you're doing right now. I'm not going to be this guy's friend. It's, that bridge nah. is burnt. You hear footsteps behind you. You, As you're talking to the vice principal, you look over and you can see a woman approaching, walking up to you. She's, she's wearing like a very, you would describe it as very business professional, like pantsuit type outfit. And you can see it's quite immaculate. She looks like a person of very interested in the fine details. Yes. When she reaches the door, you see her gesturing over for the boy and you hear her saying, Tom Dunn, tardy again, we see, in my room now. And the boy at the end of the hallway gets up, walks into the principal's office, and that's about the point that you say shit. (laughs) (laughs) The principal closes the door and you see she turns around to look at you. Is there a problem here? You know what? You're absolutely right. Why go to the cabin boy when you can talk to the captain? I assume you are the principal, ma'am. Yes. Uh, I'm not having much luck here, but see, I was out for a walk. I'm a visitor in town. You don't need to know the details, unless you do need to know the details, in which case I'm writing research on small towns and storytelling within them. Anyway, I was walking along your historical trail earlier today just to get a vibe of the history of the place, and I walked past the uh, <clears throat> crime scene where young Jude Carroll was horrifically killed. Uh, and I noticed that there were three boys. I assume boys, because let's be honest, that's the kind of people who are going to be doing dumb things like that. <laughs> I don't swear for this lady. Okay. Basically, because I know it would infuriate angry man that I'm being polite to the principal and was rude to him on principle. And I was coming to the school to let you know that three of your students were loitering around a crime scene, which, as I'm sure you're aware, is dangerous for a whole plethora of reasons, not the least of which means that they may be implicated in some sort of crime if the police went back to check for DNA and found their footprints, etc., or that the crime scene itself is just an awful place to be when you're at school, and also the fact that if someone had done something awful at a crime scene, maybe they might come back and bring harm on those boys. So I figured I'd come and tell you. Now, I'm assuming that that young man, Tom Dunn, who is taught it again, potentially was either late first thing this morning, but what I'm going to suspect is he was late getting back from recess. What you should do is check to see if he has mudstains on his knees or on his shoes, and does he have two friends that he hangs around with? Because I reckon he's one of your culprits. Principal Tally looks around you to uh, Vice Principal Killing, and you can see that they exchange a glance of solidarity. They have a good relationship. <sighs> The principal gestures to the paper on the table and says, if you want to fill out a form, please do so, and we will handle it from here. She turns around and goes into her office. I don't fill out the form, madam, because I've got a lead. I, I, you know what? I've told you. I've told her. I'm not wasting any paper or ink on this. If you want to do something with it, then you can go for it. If you want follow-up questions... My name is Heracles Melville, and I'm staying at the motel. 
I go to walk out for a turnaround. Just turn back. Is is he like still a ball of anger? Uh, he he's <clears throat> perpetually a ball of anger. Before I go, just as a bit of advice from one man to another, does he say anything? He's just silently waiting with his arms folded. You should try coming it the other way. I'll walk off. <laughs> All right. You don't get points for being arrogant because <laughs> you've already gotten that. You just do that. Yes. Yes, I do. He says and does nothing. He is a man filled with rage that he does not <clears throat> know what to do with. Well, you're not looking at him anymore. He's in the rear view mirror. <laughs> is, there, is anyone, as I'm walking out, is anyone back in the administration area? You can see a woman sitting at the, uh, at the receptionist's desk now. Hello, ma'am. She nods. You walk outside and I'm going to get another wits composure roll out of you. As you walk out of the administration building, you turn off to the side and you can see two boys sitting underneath the window that presumably goes into the principal's office. You see both of them have muddy knees and they are getting up to walk away. Boys. They turn around and when they catch sight of you, they start running. They're heading, they're making like a beeline towards the, the, um, you actually, wait, no, they turn around. They're pretty confident, actually. You're on school grounds right now. They turn around and just look at you. Maybe they walk away from the uh, window. Do you want your friend to get in trouble? They look at each other. He, what? Tom Dunn. What about him? He a friend of yours? They look at each other again, and then one of them turns back to you and says, I guess not. He wasn't the third boy that was hanging out with you by the crime scene when I was there earlier today with Mr. Markle and Glacius. All right, that's a empathy check. Empathy wits. They exchange a third glance, and you can't really, you can't really make anything of it. And the same boy that you've been talking to turns back and says, what do you want? Well, I was just inside that building talking to the principal and a very angry tomato-faced man. Yeah, we man. heard. Right. Now... I could go back and tell her that actually I made a mistake, that I've identified someone else who was loitering around the area, and then it wasn't the two of you with your muddy fucking knees and your muddy fucking shoes. And all you have to do is tell me why you were hanging out there and why you've been there the day before that, and I assume the day before that, because there were more than just your sets of knees and feet. What do you know? All right, that's an intimidation plus presence check, and you get a plus two for being an adult. Uh, so it's two. <laughs> two? But I'd like to use willpower on this. All right. Oh, you're playing it by the fucking razor's edge. Have you considered using your virtue at some point? Yeah, I will. You, as an adult, are able to outthink these children, and one of them turns to you, uh, the one that you keep, the one that you've been talking to this entire time, turns back and says, we um, we wanted to know if it looked like the same. I guess there's Tom. He um knows about like a body, Jude Carroll's body. No, no, another body up um at the end of the street. Found and we like he another kid told him about it, and he told us about it, and we all like we've all 
been to, a bunch of us have all been to see it. Just hold, hold on. Just okay. I need you to. My fucking god, kids. Okay, so what you're telling me is there is another body that has not been identified by the police yet. A dead, rotten corpse in another location in town that looks identical to Jude Carroll's. Oh, I, I don't know if it looks identical or anything like that. We what, wanted to know if it looks Shut up, the what same. does it look like? I don't know. I guess it's like old, like really old, like. Okay, so it died more than yesterday, maybe a yeah. year ago, Doesn't, a month ago. Yeah, I is don't it know. missing any body parts? It's like it's it's like alien. Okay, fucking hell! How do I try to explain this to a boy like you? Like its chest has been broken open. Wait, wait. When you say like alien, you mean the film Alien, not yeah. like from outer space Alien. No. So it looks like it's had its chest ripped open. Yeah. Does the cut look clean, or does it look like say a? Uh, uh, does it look like an alien we, burst out of it or a doctor cut it open? Oh, we didn't get a close look at it. Can you take me to that body right now? It's school. They look back. They're not in class now, so you could make an argument. Are you fucking kidding me? You're standing outside school. You are wagging school right this very moment. You're playing truant. The other kid, the one that you haven't been talking to, oh, sorry, the one that you have been talking to turns back to say something. And then the other kid, the one that hasn't said anything yet, Taps him in the stomach, doubling him over so he doesn't shut the fuck up. No, well, yes, like (laughs) shut the fuck up. But then he talks. What's in it for us? (laughs) (laughs) What's your name? I like you, Ken. I'm Heracles Melville. Who's your dumb friend? Who? This guy? Yeah, it's Ryan. Right. Well, I don't know. Twenty bucks. The kid. Um. Makes a roll to bargain with you. He gets a negative one because you are an adult. A <laughs> hundred bucks. Fifty. Eighty. But it's a weak offer. Yeah, we're going to call it 50, and I'm not going to go back in there and tell the principal that I just found the two boys, and their names are Ken and Ryan, and they are friends with Tom Dunn. All right, three successes. It's set at 50. In fact, maybe even in your thing, you're like, I'm not going to go back there and tell them thing. You know what? In fact, 30. Yeah. <laughs> and they accept 30 bucks? They accept 30 bucks. No, Ken accepts 30 bucks. Ryan leaves. Ken ain't sharing with Ryan. <laughs> that boy really is a dumb fucking potato. Which boy are you talking about? Ryan. Oh, yeah. Is he always that stupid? He just runs his mouth, doesn't even think that maybe telling a complete stranger that, you know what? Don't worry about it. You He's ready to scared. go now? Yeah. He's what? what? He's scared. What? I don't know. He's a smart boy. Whatever. You got the money now? He puts out his hand and like makes a gesture. Money now. You get 10 now. You get 20 when I drop you back here. I get 30 now. No, you get 10 now. I get 30 now or I walk in there, he says, and I tell them that you are still on school grounds. You really want to go in there? Just so you know, you go in there, you see that vice principal. He sees your money knees. He hears my story. He sees that you're not in class. Just between you and I, I just gave him some correctional matters on his hairstyle. I don't think you want to be talking to him at all. I talk to the principal. You talk to the cops. Oh, all right. How about I give you 20 now and 10 when, I, when you deliver me to the body? All right. Call it insurance. He holds out his hand. I gave him 20 bucks. He runs. No. <laughs> Fuck you, Adam. I would have tackled him to the ground and just punched him. I just would have punched him in the head. Oh, the fucking magic. <clears throat> no, he, he leads you out. You walk out with him. He doesn't think to... Well, yeah, he just starts walking north. Where the fuck? I have a car. Oh, uh, all right then. Wait, is it close to the school? Mm, not that close, but it's walking distance. All right, get in the fucking car. 
Right, you hop in the car and you drive north. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.